Hey, Dude Faxians, we are so excited for you to listen to this week's episode of the Dude Fax Podcast. It's our ode to moms. It's going to be great. In fact, we have a very special guest today in the podcast. You're not going to want to miss it. We think you'll love it. You'll notice I'm wearing my Dude Fax t-shirt, the official one. If you're looking for this, you're not going to find it just yet. Our merch store is closed for the time being. That's because we're developing some new merch for you. And when everything's done, that merch store will open back up and you can fulfill your wildest dreams when it comes to Dude Fax merchandise. So keep your eyes and ears open for when that happens. Also, make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe to all of our social feeds, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, MySpace, Zynga, all those things. You want to make sure you stay on top of the latest news for the Dude Facts. All right, here we go. If you're ready, tune in. The podcast is about to start. Welcome to the Dude Facts Podcast. Four guys united by their love for coffee and corny jokes come together to talk about Christian culture and the ups and downs of ministry. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of joe, and enjoy. The podcast starts now. All right, friends, Romans, and countrymen, lend me your ears. This is the Dude Facts podcast, and welcome to our Ode to Mothers. And uh, check out our, uh, our our merch that we're wearing. Josh and I got my oh, look at Ryan's. It's real good. <laughs> Grant is uh, just uh, doing the beating heart thing. But uh, yeah, we got our cool Dude Facts swag. So thanks to Rocket Shirts for designing such cool dude fact swag for us and uh, we hope that you're going to get some in your hands pretty soon but we are doing an ode to mothers mother's day is happening this weekend as we're recording this not this weekend but obviously you're hearing it on monday so it will be this weekend but uh, we want to remind you to make sure to um, get your mama a little token of appreciation but most importantly call her make sure that you talk to her and tell her you love her and uh, let her know you're around. But in addition to this cast of clowns that uh, we are always uh, on the podcast today, we're joined by um, Josh's mom, who is amazing, and she is hanging out with us clowns. And so, Josh, do you want to introduce your mom to us? You kind of just did, but if you're watching, <laughs> if you're watching, this is my mom, and and her name is Mom um, or Mommy, your whatever mom goes you feel to comfortable calling. <laughs> If you're listening, she's here. Uh, her name is Nora Phillips, and she is the best mom in the world. You you might think yours is, but you would be wrong. My mom is number one. All other moms are number two because they're all great. But my mom, you know, just is a, just just a little bit above all the other ones. Mom, thanks for being on here with us. Glad to. I you hope you're not now. sorry. There you go. Okay. I I kind of hope you're you don't regret this. Me <laughs> <laughs> so since we do have a, a live mom here with us today um, and we're talking about Mother's Day, maybe it's better for you to tell us what a mom would appreciate from their children on Mother's Day. So so what would you appreciate getting on Mother's Day? Let me get a note and a pen real quick. You better. I would just like to see them. And I know that's not always possible, especially since he moved far away and my other son moved even farther away. So I guess the phone call would be great. Or a present if you want to see them. I, I don't care. I mean, and you I'm could FaceTime her with an iPhone, but you don't have one anymore. She doesn't have an iPhone either. So I, don't have one. I barely oh. learned how to do oh. this, okay? <laughs> we did FaceTime, well, FaceTime through Facebook Messenger yesterday. We figured it out, even though I'm on an Android. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, Just took good. a few extra steps, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are getting into the mind of a mom here today as we talk about 
um, our moms and uh, our ode to moms. And uh, as guys, you know, we usually try to uh, read women's minds as men. And so this is going to be valuable intel, I think. But speaking of reading minds, before we really get into our topic today, this is this is a creepy thing that I heard is happening this week. And maybe you guys heard this. So we've talked a little bit about AI on this podcast. And just this week, it was reported that AI is now being used to read people's minds. And apparently it's having some success. In fact, the president, Biden, this week held a meeting with experts in the field of AI. And apparently there are some of these experts that are claiming that this technology is becoming dangerous and they're warning us that it's progressing too rapidly. So apparently Terminator, Age of Ultron, all that is uh, stuff that could be around the corner. But I got to thinking as I was thinking about just the idea of AI reading people's minds, if you could get your hands on this technology, whose mind are you reading and what do you want to know? So just want to hear from all of you guys, what, what would you want to use this technology for? I would love to always be able to read my wife's mind and um, for the reason that I don't know what I'm doing, if it's right or wrong. I just, I'm just lost. For things like Mother's Day gifts and anniversaries and birthdays, mm. right? Actually, my wife is pretty good about sharing what's on her mind. She's, she's kind of an open book. Um, I think I would like to know before it reaches her tongue, though, what it is so that I can like go in reverse and then fix it. <laughs> you guys ever seen the movie with I think Mel Gibson it's called What Women Want and oh, yeah. uh, and he just hears everything that's going on in their minds and, and it's sort of like a curse to him because he's just he's hearing everything and so he's not only hearing the things that they want but he's also hearing things that he probably doesn't want to hear um, you know things that we probably all are better off not knowing when it comes to what people are thinking it's probably most of the things that we hear in that situation. Like negative things about us. Uh, I wish I could have it and just mount it in my car. That way I could read the minds of other drivers to know when they're going to uh, turn without using their signal. Because it's a 931, baby. That's true. <laughs> We're talking artificial intelligence in general, right? What would we use it for? Like whose mind would yeah. you want to read with AI? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my dog. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, Kramer just sits there all day, every day. I wonder what he thinks of me. Is there anything like my cat? Somebody left a turd on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Probably Kramer. My mom's on here, guys. <laughs> I've heard that before. Okay. I've got two sons. <laughs> well, you have a lot of experience with that. Is Josh now a suspect? <laughs> At least. So, so, so we do have to ask. Um, you know, we 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 have you on here as um, a representative of mothers, as Josh's mom, um, and luckily we can ask you directly. We don't have to try and read your mind. But um, how many of the Dude Facts podcast episodes <laughs> have you actually listened to? Oh, a lot of them. Maybe fifteen. Oh. <laughs> Wow. That's pretty good. Like Josh. 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 Are, well, are you lying or are you telling the truth? I'm telling the truth. I have to to know to find out if you are still around or not. Oh. That's all you now, how far do you live? Well, do you still love me after listening yes. to those? Are you still yeah. proud of me? I'm, yes, I am. Because I didn't know you had such a sense of that's humor. Me. Wealth of knowledge. That's my <laughs> mom, have you, mom, have you bought a Dude Facts t-shirt? No, I'm expecting to get one free. I know what you're getting for Mother's mm. Day. Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said, that will now work. you just need the AI to read her mind and which color to get. Tell me, Josh, what color? 
what color? I can get it in 48 different colors. I would probably go with a, a lavender for you. No. Nope. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm striking out here. What color? Mm-hmm. What, say it again. What color? I didn't say. I'm telling you. Is she breaking you. up? Oh, okay. You have to guess. Yeah, oh, I still have to guess. guess what about... Is, is she breaking up for you guys? Yes. Mom, you might need to sit inside closer to your wireless router. Oh, I have to move inside? Do you think it's, you think it's recording her okay, Jeff? Or... It's possible because I know sometimes it will do that. Um, <laughs> so you can't hear me well. Yeah, see if you can. Well, we can hear you. It's just breaking up. Okay. And we don't know if it's going to record well. See if you can go inside where you get maybe a better um, okay. signal from All your right. internet. I just dropped you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, to find, I've got to find a light spot. What's going on in there? Somebody starting up a chainsaw? <laughs> Is there a chair in Dad's office? And I can see you really well there. Can you see me well here? Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, yes, we'll ma'am. just try right here. You're really good. All right. All right, I'm sitting down. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll see if this does any better. Okay, so I still have to choose what color you want. Do I get one more guess? One more, and then I'll tell you. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with a mint green. That would be very close. Ooh. Okay. Not bad. Any kind of green. Okay. Any kind of green. Any okay. kind of green. Okay. Mm. Okay. There you go. Okay. Do All you right. like this color? Well, it looks gray to me. It's a military green. That would be okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We'll you know, I, I, I should have been more strategic because I could have bought one of those in your color, Josh, and worn it under my uniform, which would have been cool. <laughs> so, too bad. Well, um, speaking of reading minds, we're very fortunate to not always have to read the mind of our viewers because... Um, our viewers and listeners leave comments for us and tell us what they're thinking, which is great. And we love it. So Ryan, what uh, comments do we have this week? And also you have to reveal to us which pickup line from last week's episode did our listeners say was the best? Oh yeah. So hey, real um, quick, I just have to say, Jeff, that was a high quality transition there. Well <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Been practicing. <laughs> I tell you what, let's let's start let's start with the uh, the pickup line. We'll move on into the comments. So, as chosen by our uh, viewers and Instagram followers, the um, winner for the best pickup line from last week um, was one said by yours truly. Uh, just call me Jonah because I'm going to show you a whale of a time. <laughs> We're still waiting on. Uh, we're still waiting on uh, somebody to use that line and record it and show us the uh, show us the results. Okay, know they work. Mom, did you listen to last week week's episode when we talked about Christian pickup lines? I did not. Okay, is Dad right there? Yes, he is. Okay, will you say to him? Repeat after me. Will you say to him? Wait, how does it start, Ryan? Are you are you a are you some kind of Jonah? It says, "Just call me Jonah." Okay, say to Dad, "Just call me Jonah." Just call me Jonah. Because I'm going to show you a well of a time. Because I'm going to show you a well of a time. We like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in delivery. That was great delivery. It's all. In the, it was a great delivery. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. No, no, you're good. That was great. That's awesome. Um, 
And uh, so moving on from that, from our uh, chosen by our Instagram followers, so moving on to some YouTube comments, uh, we had um, a, a plethora of uh, comments from uh, Tad this week, um, which we always love hearing from Tad. Um, I did have a couple that were um, my favorites, though. Um, Tad said, uh, I love shopping at Publix, especially at the Madison Street store. Um it seems to be the best place to shop in uh, in Clarksville because Kroger's just every time I go to Kroger, I feel like it goes downhill even more every week. Um, and then uh, he also said, uh, you hit it, Jeff. Don't leave your shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot and uh, surprise people and take it back in the store. So, uh, you know, we talked about kindness last week. That's a great way to be kind. And... Uh, Let's see. We also had a comment from Tyler. So we talked a lot about last week about uh, um, drivers and Clarksville drivers, especially being some of the worst around. Uh, well, you know, Tyler, me and him actually were talking during the week and uh, he commented on here. So he said, I was talking to Ryan about this earlier. And honestly, Antioch might have the worst uh, place to drive. And this is for me living in Clarksville in the past. For example, on Murfreesboro Road, if you have a driver in the fast lane and a driver in the slow lane, driving not necessarily at the same speed, someone behind them will get frustrated and will pass the cars in the turning lane. I have also seen it where another car thought the car in the turning lane was driving too slow and uh, passing people, and then they went into the lane with opposite traffic to pass them. And uh, it says when my roommate and I are driving around uh, all the time, we always have a story where someone drove incredibly stupid. Uh, cities. I'm also pretty sure that all the underground street lace, street racers live in Antioch. So, which is so surprising. That's the first place people were called Christians. It's true. <laughs> Bag of wolves. Yeah. Antioch, Tennessee. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I said, that was a good one. I didn't pick up on that when he said it. <laughs> Thanks, Josh's mom. <laughs> it's one of the few good ones, mom. Okay. Just yeah. <laughs> blind squirrel. <laughs> but yeah, so that's our comments for the week. Um, I want to encourage everybody to go out and after listening to this week's episode, go comment and tell us. Uh, everybody, tell us uh, your favorite story about your mom. I want to hear hear about those moms and how cool everybody's moms is. That's right. Hey, got you covered. Josh, that's so speaking. Say, say again. Josh, that's time for you to come in and say something good about your mom. Mm -hmm. I will. I will. Okay. (laughs) He's saving it up. It's going to be good. My mom is the only mom that came on the podcast. (laughs) I don't know if we asked any other ones, but my mom's here. That's true. Well, speaking of uh, moms being on the podcast, we oftentimes, or just about every time, unless he's not here, like he was not here last week, we have a joke from Grant, and it is our sensual dad joke of the week. We thought because it is going to be Mother's Day, and we have a mom who gave of her time to hang out with us today, um, that maybe we would get a joke from a mom, a mom joke. So... Um, I, I hear you have a couple of jokes for us that uh, you wouldn't mind uh, sharing with us. Sure, I'll be glad to. One of and we might have some music in the background for yeah, you. Yeah, we set up some music for Dun-dun-dun. Mothers of teens understand why some animals eat their young. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's accurate. What are you saying, Mom? I like it. <laughs> have one more this is the problem with a lot of our teens today you know why a computer is so smart because it listens to his motherboard we might need to cut the music tell tell that one again mom i gave it so good the first time why is the computer (laughs) so smart because he listens to his motherboard (laughs) Oh. <laughs> uh, that nice. is affirmative. That's it. Actually, that one was more of a 
If it will play. Jesus Juke. Jesus Juke. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Thank hey, thank you so much for uh telling mom jokes and saving us from from Grant's uh dad joke this week. So we're Hey, but we're... let the record show that Mrs. Josh's mom found my earlier joke funny. Thank you. Yes, I did. <laughs> hey, mom, do you so you listen to these, do you think Grant is funny? Sometimes. <laughs> Hey, and looks aren't everything. <laughs> so are you and uh, everybody else on there. That's right. You all try oh, to outdo yeah. each other. Josh, I'm special just like everyone else, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are extremely thankful to be talking about moms today. Obviously, I think a subject that is near and dear to all of our hearts as uh, we... I uh, like to uh, talk about our moms, and we're going to get the opportunity to do that here in just a moment. But we are thankful that you have stuck with us for this first half of the Dude Facts podcast. And so coming up after this short break, we are going to deep dive into our ode for mothers. And we're going to hear from a mother and uh, hopefully hear embarrassing stories about Josh. So you want to stick around. <laughs> and uh, listen to the second half of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Watch your language in front of the lady, punk! Hey, Dude Faxers, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast, our Mother's Day special, The Ode to Mothers. Hey, guess what? Since we recorded this podcast, which was on May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo, the voting has actually changed since what you just heard, if you listened to the first part, on the best Christian pickup line. Instead of Ryan's Jonah line winning, the other line that Ryan said about the book of Numbers is actually the one that's now in the lead because of you. And that's how awesome you guys are. You continue to plug in with us on social media. So get on our Instagram, get on our TikTok. We share little funny clips on there, our Facebook as well. And check out other ways of connecting with Dude Facts Podcast and comment. We love comments. Your comments can be on the show. Share videos. Show pictures of you listening to the Dude Facts Podcast. We'll show that. Wearing Dude Facts merch. All that stuff. Do it. And listen to the rest of the podcast now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Dude Facts Podcast, um, especially if you listen to the first section. We're glad you stuck with us. If you're getting on right now, our topic today our moms and why they are so awesome. This is actually our Ode to Moms podcast. And uh, we have a mom with us. In fact, not just a mom, the mom. And it's my mom, Miss Nora. Mom, thanks again for being on with us. Glad to. Are are you regretting this yet? I'm thinking about it. Okay. All right. Oh, just wait. (laughs) (laughs) Only get warmed up. That's right. And I said in the I said in the first part that my mom was the best mom. And mom, do you agree with that? Well, I hope so. That's you, all I can say. I tried. Okay. You tried. You did you did very well. Um, would you say that you are the best mom ever? Would I lie? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. You're you're just being modest. No, I'm I won't make you say that. why you're the best mom, but it's probably your potato salad. I knew that. I knew that. That's why when Nate, when Nate came up last, he sent a note that he was coming to visit and he'd take us out to eat unless I made meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Ooh. And you did. And and I did. Delicious. <laughs> Yeah, so why gonna, go out to eat if you can have meatloaf and mashed potatoes at home? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to go around and just talk about uh, why we think our mom is the best. Um, so I'm just going to go around in the order you guys are on my screen. Grant, you are immediately to my right. Why is your mom the best mom? My mom is the best mom because she birthed a legend, not to toot my own horn, but... I mean, I, I was her roommate, and when she inv- uh, evicted me, we started making mammaries right away. I mean, 
<laughs> you got my mom rubbing her head. <laughs> we were breast friends. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm sure she's proud right now. Go, or is that? <laughs> <laughs> she should be. Hey, mom, you're welcome. <laughs> she probably was until just then. <laughs> yeah. What have I done? Actually, I had a phone call with my brother, and I found out that I'm the only one actually sending my mom a gift. And I have been for like the last 10 years, so I know I'm oh her gosh. favorite. Oh, man. I lectured him about it. We'll see. He's got to step up the game. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Jeff, why, why do you think your mom's the best mom? So uh, my mom is awesome. Um, one, um, you know, my mom is you know, in her sixties and she came out to my son's baseball game the other day and uh, he had a game where he had a tough game at the plate and uh, she called him up the next day and said, Hey, let's go out and I'm going to throw some pitches to you. Um, you know, not many grandmas are, are going out and doing that with their grandsons. And that's the way she was with me too. Um, you know, I, I'd go in the backyard, uh, throw a baseball with her. Um, she was always very athletic um, you know, both my mom and dad love sports, um, but uh, that was cool. But also, she's just a, a lady of conviction, and uh, I think instilled that into me, specifically godly conviction, and uh, has always been that. And uh, so that's one of the many reasons why, um, you know, I deeply respect her and love her. And besides the fact that she's always been there for me, and she makes some amazing home-cooked meals as well. So if I can have her lasagna... Yeah, I, I'd opt to do that rather than go to like Olive Garden or any other Italian place. Is Olive Garden really Italian? No, I, I could go off on a tangent on Olive Garden. I had it last week. I would rather have Fazoli's, to be honest. But for a different show. It's a toss up. Right. Yeah, this is, this is about that's moms. Our not that's our ode to Italian food show. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what makes your mom the best mom? Uh, my mom is amazing because I graduated high school and moved, you know, midway north across the country and she still loves me. So that's good. <laughs> um, no, I, I, my, my mom has always been one of my biggest supporters in everything I've ever done. Um, whether it was soccer, baseball, football, boy scouts, um, you know, doing stuff in church and the youth group, she was always right there cheering me on you know, at every event supporting me. Um, my mom was, you know, she's just the most supportive, uh, mom any, anyone could ever ask for. So it makes her the best in my eyes. So I talked a little bit. That's great, man. Um, and moms are great for that, for even when it hurts, giving us encouragement for doing something that's, that's right. Um, my mom, as I mentioned earlier, can make some pretty mean potato salad, but everything she makes is is delicious. Um, but you guys remember in A Christmas Story where Ralphie says that the narrator says my mom hasn't ha hadn't had a hot meal in like 15 years or I forget how long it is um, because she's always getting up to serve others. That's my mom. And uh, she wants to make sure everybody has what they what they need, what they want. If anybody's asking for something, she jumps up and gets it. My mom is a hospitality um, guru and always takes care of others. But I think, I think one of the things I've really appreciated about my mom, especially at this point in my life, is her, her resiliency um, through hard times and her meekness that she, um, and mom, I am just saying this because you're here. Um, she is, <laughs> she is, the definition of meekness, she is not weak, uh, but she is gentle in her strength. And, um, you know, she's not, she comes across fighting for peace, but she, you know, you know what she thinks, um, but she always communicates with such gentleness, though. That's the thing. Um, so I, I love that about her. Um, now I have to go get a Kleenex. Okay. All right. Oh. I was going to ask if that choked you up any. Because I was hoping to. <laughs> we should have had this music playing targeted at that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so um, we got great moms, and not everybody has a great mom. 
and we understand that, but everybody does have a mom. It's just, you know, it's nature. We all have that. Um, even Jesus had a mom and, uh, he didn't have a biological dad, but he had a biological mom. And, uh, one of the things that I love about, about Jesus is it's a, something that might be overlooked in scripture a lot, but it's at his crucifixion. I mean, as he's going through a horrendous death, um, he's looking down at John and his beloved friend and then his mom, and they're next to each other. And he tells John, behold your mother, talking about his mom. And he's making sure in those final moments that his mom is cared for. And it says from that point forward, John took Mary into her home and cared for her as, as his mother. And so Jesus even talks about the importance of valuing moms and making sure that they are taken care of. Um, so, so we kind of talked before the show that uh, mothers play a very important role in, um, in the spiritual health um, of a home, nurturing that um, and bringing children up um, in um, the knowledge of the Lord. How have you guys seen that maybe in your moms or if you, if you have kids, how you've seen that? Or let's just talk about that a bit. Why is that so important? Why are they so important in that role? You know, I, we hear all the time that, you know, men are supposed to be the spiritual leaders in their home. And, and obviously, I've, you know, I believe that we are um, commanded by God to be that. But, you know, that doesn't mean that um, we negate the fact that moms play such a critical role in that as well. And in fact, uh, my mother, um, you know, cultivated that, um, you know, just idea of, of centering God around everything that we did in our home. And uh, she was always the one leading us through family devotions. And, and I grew up as an army brat. And so my dad wasn't gone all the time, but there were periods where he was gone training and, and overseas and things like that. And so, um, you know, that, that role, um, was one that she never uh, shied away from, but was always, uh, one that showed us through the way that she served, that she was dedicated to the church, but also, um, that she was fostering uh, conversation and, um, discussion about the things of God and challenging us in our faith and um, challenging us to, to pursue Christ wholeheartedly and uh, to be, to be gospel centric. And, and I see that in my wife now, which is amazing because we homeschool and my wife obviously uh, teaches, um, you know, homeschooling from a Christian perspective and uh, does it in a way that helps center our children on the gospel and kingdom things. And so um, moms are amazing in that fact and that, um, you know, not in every case does the mom spend more time with the children than the dad, but it just seems like um, by nature, a lot of times that that can be the case. Um, and, uh, you know, their relationship with the, with the kiddos and being able to pour Jesus into them um, as being, you know, the person oftentimes who's spending the most time with them is just so key. And uh, when moms are doing that and committed to it, it's powerful. Um, and being a youth pastor and seeing kids who had moms that poured into them, poured Jesus into them, you could tell a difference in those young men and women than ones who did not. word <laughs> no it's true I'm, I'm a my dad was in the marine corps i uh, deployed a ton so mom raised all of us and she's the one that led me to the lord um yeah and i just want to shout out to my baby mama erica love you that's my wife <laughs> mrs phillips uh she right now she's a teacher at a, a, um, a christian school about a mile from here our youngest daughter still with her is much earlier in Oregon and Washington state than it is over there. Um, yeah, I mean, all day long, she teaches children and families, especially secular families who want to Christianize their kids in this crazy world we live in. Uh, she teaches families and children about the Lord all day long. And although she does not have to, her heart is um, in the ministry so much on Sunday morning. She just wants to, she serves um, as one of our preschool volunteers, just doing it. I mean, our, our girls live and breathe um, Bible stories all day long and 
kind of typical pastor's kids home, but largely that's due to their mama, not so much me. It's her modeling that and teaching that. And it just comes out kind of cool. You know, I, I share a lot of that experience on, on both ends. Um, you know, I was blessed to be raised in a home where um, I don't remember a time that I wasn't taught Jesus is who he says he is. And I think as a result of being in a home with, with a, with a godly dad and a godly mom, um, result of that is whatever that means as far as coming to faith. Um, but doing so at a young age, I mean, that that's one of those benefits. And I remember this, I have this memory, this picture of memory of sitting on the bottom bunk of mine and my brother's bunk, bunk bed with my mom and my dad after church on a Sunday night. And then three. I was asking a question. I was how old? About three or four. About three, three or four. four. And I think we were asking questions and uh, I was asking questions and mom and dad were answering and, um, and I was baptized at five and, um, but it was just kind of a natural result I felt of being raised in that home. And although I love my dad to death, um, I would consider myself a mama's boy. Um, I always have found a, a great comfort in her. Um, and kind of the same thing, you know, she affirmed everything that we were being taught um, just in the way she lived. And then seeing it in my, uh, in my wife, um, I, you know, I was in ministry um, and I was gone, you know, during the day a lot, even when we were homeschooling our kids. Um, but I didn't do a good job as the dad kind of setting the tone, um, at least not in a healthy way in, in my family. Uh, and so my wife, she, she filled that gap better than I probably could have done on my own um, in discipling our girls and making sure that we were very intentional about the things we were doing um, to, to, to direct them towards, uh, towards Jesus and see how he just is a part of everything that we do. Um, and my girls, where they are now as, as young adults, um, uh, pursuing God, uh, they are who they are because of, because of her. Um, and if, if it was just me or if it, or if she's just like, you're the man, you do it. And whatever happens, happens, um, they would be in a much different place. So we owe really where we are. Uh, to her investment in their lives. Rye guy. No. Um, yeah. I, cool. I was just going to say that I definitely think that my mom, like, you know, looking back at my upbringing, I spent a lot of time with my mom because my dad, you know, he works hard, always worked hard. Um, so he was, you know, not always at home. Um, especially when I was sometimes when I was younger, he worked nights sometimes. So, there was a lot of times with that, you know, it was just my mom with me and my brother for periods of time. And my mom always was the best at, you know, both my parents did really, a really good job of this, but my mom was such a great example of just being someone with a, a heart of you know service, just that when with, with church and at, um, with other people, friends, family, she was always, so quick to just give of herself and of her time to help other people. And that to me was one of the best examples that a parent can show their child, you know, growing up is, you know, this is how we interact with other people and this is how we help people. And that's a part of our, our, you know, witness and the fact that we are Christians, that is an extension of us. And she was always, you know, quick to volunteer, Whenever there was a need, um, she always had a desire for working with people that are so um, that are, you know, maybe more need need more than other people. You know, she she's she's always willing to give of herself, even if it may be harder than, um, you know, what it might be for someone else, just uh, because she has the time and availability. Um, and I just look back on that as such a, a great example for me. At a, from a young age um, that you know, made me a lot of the man that I am today. You know, that question that we started with, um, you know, Jeff, this was actually your wording, talking about the importance and a mother's importance in spiritual nurturing. Um, and I think that is something that moms uh, have more naturally than, than dads do. Um, you know, our instruction in Scripture is not to embitter our children, 
because we're really like given to that, um, I think as dads, but to, um, but to discipline, um, and, and admonish them as you bring them up. And, um, and then we're supposed to nurture our wives. And, but I think moms have that gift of nurturing of, I think you need that from the dad. Here's how, here's how you discipline. Here's how you teach. But I think you need that nurturing in from the mom of kind of a, a patient modeling and encouragement. And here you can do this. Um, and coming alongside that, um, that moms bring to the table that dads really struggle with. Um, so a mom being involved in the family um, and raising the children is, is vitally important. Mom, I want to ask you, um, did you... When you were raising us, you were doing that. Did you know you were doing that? Did you have your mind kind of set on, I want to do what I can to make sure my kids know Jesus? Or was it just a natural thing that came out of you? And he, there's not a right or wrong answer to that. I'm just wondering what, did you, did you ha- have Wait. like a, a daily thought on that? No, I didn't. Did you just ask if you were a natural thing that came out of your mom? <laughs> Grant. <laughs> Made your mom laugh. That's right. Well, (laughs) no, I didn't really think about it a whole lot. I knew that, you know, it come to mind sometimes. I think that I needed to do more because I was more the quiet one of the bunch, as you know. And uh, and I've always wanted to be that, but I don't think I did as well in that area as I hoped. So, no, I didn't feel like that, but your dad said you did a great job of that. So I have no, I have no complaints. That's you good. did it though. Yeah. I mean, you did it. When I think back, I, I don't think of anything that you did that distracted from the truth um, of who Jesus is. Um, and you did instill those things in us. Um, I think it just kind of, kind of came out naturally, but I, I didn't know, like, for me, I, there was never like this, oh, today I need to, today I need to. But there were pockets or moments where I, sh- I should have done this different. And, um, so I think that's encouraging, though, maybe to, to other moms that are listening, that even if you don't think about it every day, it's just you live in your life. Uh, modeling that can be such a benefit to your kids. Well, and Grace, too, I feel like us dads are a lot better at giving ourselves grace than our, our spouses and moms in the world. There's a joke about dads getting their kid a spoon. Like one of our kids will drop a spoon when they're little and we'll think, I am such a great dad. I'm getting my kid a spoon. (laughs) Meanwhile, our wives wake them up, get them dressed, help feed and nurture and care and put all this time and effort into our children. Um, And they think they're doing a terrible job at it. That's but we get a spoon, we think more. we're great. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how we, that is how we operate. Guys are real quick to like, look at me, you know, look what I did. Um, <laughs> so um, anybody else want to add anything to that, that importance of the mom nurturing spiritual development? Well, and, you know, obviously moms do it naturally, but I think, um, in addition to that, children look for that naturally from their mother uh, versus the dad. And uh, so being able to receive that spiritual nourishment from mom, um, I, I think is key. Uh, not that kids won't go to their father for, you know, nourishment and questions you know, regarding the faith. But, um, you know, I do think that oftentimes it is, it is first. And like I said earlier, I think by nature, a lot of times children are with their mother more. And uh, so that is the adult in their life that they are looking to for that example. And, uh, you know, that nourishment, I think, is just uh, key. Um, you know, as, you know, mom nourishes um, a, a child, you know, physically, um, spiritually, equally as important. So it's been said that um, motherhood is a calling. Um what, what do y'all think about when you hear that? Would you agree with that statement um, that it's and, and by calling like it's something that God <laughs> leads leads women into certain women into what, what do you think about that? I'd love to hear what your mom has to say. 
Well, I think. Would you say, Mom? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> um, I think it was just a natural thing to do. You know, when you read your Bible and, and take for granted where the wives in the Bible took care of their children. It's just an automatic thing that that's what we want to do and we want to do it the best we can. And there's so many times I feel like that I didn't, but now I see you two today and I think I did something right. Your dad helped, but I did something right too. (laughs) (laughs) We let him, we let him help a little. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Does Does this mean I can tell a story on you? Please. Yes. Well, other than trying to run away twice and didn't get past the driveway, <laughs> and I had to call him and tell him to come back and get his pillow or his jacket before he left. And he was 17? Yeah, when My he was mom was trying to help me run away. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember one time it got real quiet, and I went into his bedroom, and he was still in his crib, but he could crawl out, and he got into the Vaseline. And he had it all over the counter, over the tabletop, and the tool, and the carpet, and his toy box all over him for his hair. And I brought him into the kitchen and set him at the counter so he, I could keep my eye on him while I finished what I was doing. I heard a noise and I turned around and he had his hand in the flower jar, putting it on his head and face and body along with the Vaseline. So that's my favorite story. <laughs> I heard that he actually did that same thing last week he probably at his new did. house. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> Makes me feel a little uncomfortable. But, you know. well, I have more, you know, that's okay. So um, I do need to add to the running away story. I was like 12. I think I was, I think I was in early middle school because of where we were living. And I got angry at something. And I packed up a little bag and I walked to the driveway and, and I got to the end of the, this was Memorial drive. If you, you guys from Clarksville, it's not a road that is um, lightly traveled. There's a lot of traffic on that road. And I get to Memorial and to the end of our driveway on the road, my mom calls out Josh. And I'm like, Oh, she's calling me back home. You forgot your pillow. <laughs> so I came back in the house all mad, <laughs> but I didn't leave. It worked. But it worked. I don't think I I don't think I tried to run away again after that. So I you know, my question is is why did you want want to run away? Do you re, do you even remember? It's one of those I things you don't even know. You know. Mom, remember. why did I try to run away? Do you know? I don't have a clue. Why would you? <laughs> I know. You had it made. You weren't allowed to play Zelda. That was it. That was probably <laughs> it's, it. It's possible. Time to get off the Nintendo. My question. Other than Vaseline, what else was in the bag? Uh, all it had was the jar. <laughs> <laughs> a little too far, cross the line. <laughs> so let's uh, let's move back. I, I do want to hear: is is motherhood a calling? I mean, I'm not called to be a mom. I know that. Um, and now, and I say that just being silly, but, uh, absolutely it is. I mean, as, as it is to be a, a father as well, uh, we see in scripture and uh, as children are called to honor their father and mother, I think God calls us all to those, those roles specifically. Um, you know, one of the sweetest stories in scripture is, is Hannah's story praying, uh, for it, for a child. And I think, you know, she, she knew and, and obviously wanted that to be part of her calling, um, but also recognized it as a calling uh, to to be the mother of, of Samuel, and so um, you know I, I think clearly it is. And with that said, too often probably isn't seen that way. Uh, maybe in Christian circles it, it is, but uh, in our world not seen that way. Same with uh, fatherhood. Um, but I think if we did see our roles as parents, you know, as a calling versus hey, this is just natural or you know, even in sadly some cases, this is an inconvenience. Um, what a difference that would make in the approach to um, raising children in a way that 
um, you're doing something to the benefit of somebody else to serve somebody else, as we talked about kindness last week, putting somebody's needs above your own. Um, it, it takes a calling, I believe, a recognition of a calling to truly do that. I think so as well. Um, anybody else have anything they want to add about moms? We're going to need to land the plane a little early this time. I think we all need to say happy Mother's Day to our moms. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and get it over with. Mom, happy Mother's Day. I love you. I still expect it on Mother's Day, this, too. Yeah. Does this this doesn't get you off the hook. I was going to ask if this counts as my phone call. <laughs> I'll talk to you on Mother's Day. I definitely. know you will. Uh, so, um, yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys um, think about your moms and um, and what makes them the best. So, um, <laughs> that's right. Is that the mom sign? Yeah. M O W. His mouth was the O. Uh, yeah. Mom. yeah. <laughs> is that a, but sometimes is, that like a, a is that a Pacific Midwest thing? No, it's usually from the Midwest with all them cows. <laughs> mom, will you take Grant's place going forward? And um, <laughs> we love you, Grant. Um, hey, and we want to, before we get off, just a shout out to all the single moms out there that are doing it on their own. Um, we know, we know it's tough and, um, you're, you're trying to fulfill two roles and, um, not two bag of wolves, but like two roles, like <laughs> not two, those roles, <laughs> uh, we're, we're with you. Um, and, uh, we love our moms. We love all the moms out there. Keep crushing it. We're praying for you. Um, and let us know what makes your mom the best. Mom, thanks for being on. Any any final words of wisdom? Actually, no. <laughs> I don't know. You've given them all. I've given them all. Stay out of Vaseline. Yeah, Stay out of Vaseline. <laughs> well, Happy you. Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Thank you. That's right. And I love you, love you Mom. Love you. All right. We'll see you guys next time. We're out. That was so good. Oh, your mom really just <laughs> She's like, it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> mom, are you still there? I'm still here. I'm, I can hear you. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like, I'm done. Now, hold I'm tired. On.